Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Violent faith is violent in its approach. It's radical in its approach. That Christianity that tells you you just have to be calm, quiet, sing one or two hymns is a deception. You will die in that state. Things that are supposed to work for you won't work the way they are supposed to work. Because if things just work, Jesus wouldn't have said when you pray, say, let your will be done as it is in heaven. So one thing can be happening in your life and something else, God also, heaven also has something else in mind for you. In other words, heaven can have something in mind for you, but the opposite can be happening in your life. And the answer is you pray. So if you don't get up to do something about your situation, nothing changes. Nothing changes. Someone must take responsibility and say to yourself, this is my time. I am getting my miracle. If God is a miracle-working God, then why can't he do it for me? If God works miracle, then it might as well be in my life. And you don't say that, well, if God will do it, he will do it. No, he doesn't operate like that. The woman came to Jesus and begged him that, Lord, have mercy on my daughter. Matthew chapter 15, verse 21 downwards. He said, Lord, have mercy upon my daughter. Lord, have mercy upon my daughter. She was, I said, have mercy upon me. Oh, Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. And Jesus will not mind her. Did you see that? Yeah. He will not answer her any word. He didn't say anything to her. Then the disciples came to Jesus and said, send this lady away because she's just disturbing us. That tells you she wasn't giving up. She wasn't giving up. Some of us give up too quickly. Your threshold for pressing on is too low. It's too low. Your perseverance is not in the interest of somebody. It's in your own interest. You can choose never to go to holidays again. Who does it affect? <laughs> you can be so angry. You decide, I won't use my bank card again. I won't use my bank card again. I won't use... <laughs> you, the woman came to Jesus. Lord, you have to do something. And the Lord said, I was said, the Lord said, disciples said, she's disturbing us. Let her go. The Lord said to her, I'm sent to the Lordship of Israel. And he said, the Lord told her, why do I take the, uh, the children's bread and give it to dogs? And the woman said, okay, you may, you may, I know I, I, I fall in the category of a dog because I come from Canaan. I'm not part of the people. I'm not qualified. But in spite of the fact that I'm not qualified, when bread, see, her determination gave her insight about bread, children, and dogs. If it was some of us, you just forget about everything. Yeah. See, some of us, we allow offense to block our miracle. Right. You get offended ab- about anything. Because someone didn't smile at you. Because someone didn't say hello. You are very upset. There's fire in your house. Because 
Your wife didn't say good morning. You have concluded that she, she's becoming very stubborn and she thinks because she has got a pay rise now, she doesn't risk. Ah, where did that come from? In other words, some of, some of us are too inquisitive. And someone said, hi. You are beginning to read into it. Why did he say, say hello? And instead he said hi. That woman couldn't, instead, she used that. That's, why, that's what gossip does. I'm telling you, as I, I, as I, I grow in church, I see what gossip is doing. To, is, the gossip is number one killer, virus disease in the church. Because when you go and talk negative with somebody, for some reason, the, the heart gets poisoned. So someone tells you something negative, for some reason, when you see the person, about who they tell you, immediately you, you begin to struggle. Yeah. The person is smiling with you. You can smile politically, but in your heart, you know that this is, a, this is my enemy. I don't like you. I'm upset with you because of what I heard somebody say. After church, people can pick a phone. Do you know why he said this? Do you know why she said this to you? And suddenly, people who come and scream, Oh Lord, show your power. I'm so. Next time they come, say, Receive it. They are standing like that. What has changed? Who is suffering? Who is receiving? Receive. Uh, if you don't receive, then who suffers? But because the gospel, now you actually want to receive, but the information was too bad for you. And Jesus told the woman, I can't give the food of the. Can you imagine if she had people who have been gossiping to her? Say, ah, you know, I told you they don't like us in this church. Oh. I told them. You know, I've discovered anyone who says somebody doesn't like me in the church has an accomplice who have been gossiping with. I've discovered. Because you can't conclude until someone co- confirms it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Your violent faith will help you. You have to be violent to chuck out that rubbish from your mind because it's standing in the way of your next level. And you don't understand why we, they lay hands on you, you're falling and falling, and nothing is changing. They've prophesied so much on you. Tomorrow morning you are going to marry. You are meeting your wife next week. They've prophesied. And I mean, what, what prophecy haven't you received? Others who receive quarter of what you receive have already got testimonies. Long time I've come for another one. And you, you've been receiving it for so long, but things are not happening. It's because of your, your, your fellowship. Yeah. You know, people leave churches because of gossip. Because someone told them that, hey, these people don't like this. So suddenly, someone who was so much on fire, serving so faithfully in the ashes, serving so faithfully in the choir, serving so faithfully with the sound men, serving so faithfully uh, in uh, children's, serving so, suddenly, venom has entered the person. They are no more interested. Oh, today we are going to do some cleaning. Oh, yeah, I'll come later. We are starting the first new fast. Oh, yeah, we are starting. Uh, I'll see. I'll see when I, ah, something has entered there. They are backsliding. Yeah. Yeah. You were once on fire. Where has the fire gone? Yeah. Don't be listening to people who say, who tell you that. Oh, me, I used to do this. I used to pray a lot. I used to, hey, me, when, when we are starting, don't listen to them. Let them tell you what they are doing now. Because you can't be drunk on three weeks' wine. Three weeks ago, you drank, and now you are getting drunk. You drank it three weeks ago. (laughs) Shout violent faith. 
So the woman came to Jesus. Jesus said, I can't, I can't help you. I can't, Jesus didn't say, I can't help you. But obviously, what he said, I don't. The woman said, yet, I am taking my miracle by force. She said, I am grabbing it. Dogs still have some crumbs. Give me the crumbs. The, crumb is, the crumbs are good enough for my daughter. Amen. Jesus said, hey. He said, I have not seen that. Oh, woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And, and her daughter was healed from that. Do you know who healed the, the daughter? It is the woman's his faith. He said, great is your faith. Great faith will not take no for an answer. You said there's no job, but I, still, there's vacancy there for me. You said there's no job. We can't create a room for me. I'm coming for my job. Yes. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 2. Some people came with their friend. Their, their friend was from verse 1 to 5. Mark 2 from verse 1 to 5. Their friend was crippled. Jesus was teaching. And Bible says there was no room. Say no room. No. Say it again. No there was no room, so, so they couldn't bring their friend in. But their friend needed to get to, Je- get to Jesus. Their friend needed to get to Jesus. Because there was no room. But the Bible said, not at the door. Huh. So even the door is jam-packed. <coughs> but this man was paralyzed. They needed room to bring him. When they got there, they found out that there was no room to help them. And they said, excuse me, there's no room. Is there a roof? He said, yeah. It's a building. It has a roof. Show me the way to the roof. That's violent thing. They went and started uncovering the roof. Moving the roof. Moving everything. So the people were sitting inside. And somebody has discovered another access. Before lift was invented, this guy started using lift. Do you know how faith, faith was bow, their faith was violent. And so they uncovered the roof and then let down their friend there. They let down, say they let down their friend. Violent faith says the Lord based on your word. They are saying that there are more women than men, so some women won't marry. But I am marrying. I am getting married. I am getting, and you can say, this year, I'm beginning to do my shopping for my wedding. This year, I'm getting married. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, violent faith. Violent faith. So they said, is there, there's no room, but there's roof. Let's use the roof. They brought down their friend. Then verse 5, the Bible says that, Mark chapter 2, verse 5, when Jesus saw, then when Jesus saw what? Their faith. So faith is what they demonstrated. When faith said, there's, hey, they said there's no room. But faith said, I will uncover the roof. The doctors tell you that there's no sick healing for your sickness, and you are okay. Oh. Say, I think you are wrong. Violent faith, speak back. Violent faith. And violent faith will always get strange, amazing results. Violent faith. The problem is the absence of faith. Not lack of power from God's side. Someone shout faith. faith. Shout it, faith. faith. Have faith in God. Jesus said, have faith in God. Your faith is what will help you. My doctor said, my doctor said, my doctor said. What do you expect him to do? He has to say something. My doctor said, 
My doctor said, my doctor said, and you are working with, my doctor said, my doctor said, I can never walk straight. My doctor, oh, I, I, God can heal you, but my doctor said, I cannot. Why don't you believe God? My doctor said, the violence of your faith, you say, no, this thing is stopping. This thing is stopping. This thing is stopping. Not because you just want it to stop, but because you have found out that God is your healer. You have found out that you can walk healthy. Do you understand what I'm saying? This thing is stopping. This crisis in my marriage is stopping. It's stopping. It's season. This joblessness that keeps going round in my life, every, every three, uh, three months I have to be jobless. Every three months I'll be jobless. If I get a job within six months, I'll be jobless. Or then, no, it must stop. It must stop. Are you not tired of, we regret to tell you you can't, you didn't get, we are not, this time you are not successful. We regret, we regret, you have got so, too much of it. The last one, you look at it and say, hey, I rebuke you. No more we regret in my life. No more we regret. We are happy to tell you it's coming. We, some of the reg- we regret to take it and say, what to regret what? I regret for you. Get rid of it. Wait, I declare that, that I'm happy to tell you it's coming. I declare I'm happy to tell you. When you're going for an interview, be in your best. Prepare and speak. When you're finished, you go, you say, I'm glad. I'm happy to tell you. I'm happy. When they tell you, you shouldn't be surprised because that's what you're expecting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They tell you that, sorry, it looks like you are not, uh, we can't let you have the job. He says, sure, I think you are making a major mistake. Yes. Look at it again. Look at the interview notes again. Look at it Tell them. Because you know who you are. Speak out. Don't be afraid to speak God's word. Amen. They tell you there's no room. The devil is a liar. Use the roof. You'll find out that there's a room waiting for you. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. How to generate violent, violent faith? Because this is important. How do you generate violent faith? Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. How do you generate violent faith? Number one, we just have to start with normal way of getting faith. A normal way of getting faith in, in, in Romans, chapter, Romans chapter 10, verse 17. He said, therefore, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when you hear the word of God like we are doing now, faith comes. You can't generate violent faith outside of the word. So get back to your Bible. Bro, start opening your Bible now. Open that Bible. Open that Bible. And sometimes close that email. Close that Facebook. Open the Bible. You have to expose your, particularly when it comes, your child is sick. You are believing God for a job. You are planning to buy a house, start a business. You have to be careful. It's good to seek advice, but you have to be very careful who is speaking to you after you believe God is pointing you in a certain direction. Because some people are full of fear and doubt and regret and pain. When they speak to you, they will crush your faith. They will tell you, my friend, let's face reality. Let's really face reality. Okay? Let's face back. My sister was not well. She wasn't well. She was going to church always, saying that God will heal me. She died. She died. And no church member attended her funeral. So I'm telling you, this thing you are saying, be careful. Just, 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 just keep taking your medication. Let them catch you. If they cut one of your legs, take it like that. At least you have the other one. Before you wait for this one to affect the two legs. Are you getting where I'm coming from? 
So you have to be careful. All right, so violent faith, it comes by the word. Say the word. Say the word of God. Number two, violent. So scripture for that is Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Now, how do you generate violent faith? Number two, confession, what you say. What you say. What you say. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. It said, let's look at it. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. Whew. Thank you. Someone shout hallelujah. hallelujah. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believe, therefore, I spoke. We also believe, and therefore, we speak. That's how faith works. Faith works with what you say. Someone say, I am blessed. I am blessed. Shout, I am blessed. I am blessed. I taught you last Friday that violent faith is lionic. It's raw. Paul told the man who was crippled, shouted at him, rise up, I'm sure. The, the shout made him just get up. <laughs> he was confused. Okay. And then he realized he's walking. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Shout, I am blessed. It shall be unto you as you say. Shout, I am blessed. This week, Mazen and you will see manifestation of this confession. What you say is happening to you. What you say is happening for you. What you are saying is happening for you. What you are saying is happening for you. In the name of Jesus, shout I am blessed. So confess it. Speak it out. Speak it out. Sometimes not just what you say when you are walking. In prayer, speak out the word of God and speak out what you believe God is going to do. The reason why you are still seeing the results is you are too quiet. You are too quiet. Some of us, we, 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 we assume it's gentility. It's not gentility. Don't be quiet. You are too quiet. You are too quiet. See, so you must know that violent faith speaks out. Speak out. Tell your son. Tell your daughter, the teacher says you are not doing well. You are doing well Amen. when they are going to school. The child, the child behaves in a certain way and he said, you, you are about to say you naughty. You, you, you wonderful boy. Yeah. Wonderful boy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you wonderful. You beautiful girl like you. Look at you. Why are you doing that? Ah, you are great. You are wise. You are mighty. You will do well. You will not fail in life. You will do well. Because God's word said, he said, Daddy, I'm not, I can't do it. He said, you will do it. You can do it. God's word. And how do you know? God's word said you will do it. God said you can do it. You will, and then when they sleep, speak about their lives. And don't let anyone. As for my children, in London is hard though. Ah! Don't say that. Don't say that. London is hard. Who told you? Do you know how many people are buying houses? Yeah, people are just buying houses like that. So stop saying London is hard. When they are telling London, it's difficult to find a job. Don't be listening to them. Don't be listening to them. Don't be listening to them. Begin to speak that I'm going to get it. Even those situations are threatening you. They say, hey, this thing. But believe God's word in the name of Jesus. I believe God's word. 
I believe God's word. I believe God's word. I believe God's word. I believe God's word. Be it unto me according to your word. Be it unto me according to your word. Not according to their policies. Not according to what they are saying. Not according to their law. Be it unto me according to your word. 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 Shout hallelujah. Unto me according to your word. Never allow, sit down and allow your child to get go off. Either health-wise or behavior-wise. No. The word. This is not part of the word, I believe. So speak the word. It may take a year, two years. Don't take what the specialists are saying. If you don't like it, don't say be it unto me according to the special. Be it to me according to And those who think you just go to church, they begin to realize that you are not just going to church. You are working miracles. You are working it. 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 And it's working for you. And it will work for you. I release your miracle in your life. I release your miracle in your life. I release your breakthrough to your hands. I release your breakthrough to your hands. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I declare miracle money. I declare miracle babies. I declare miracle houses. I declare miracle jobs. Miracle documents. Miracle documents. Miracle promotions, miracle businesses, miracle husband, miracle wife, miracle cast, miracle houses. I declare it over your life in the name of Jesus. Shout amen. Thank you, Jesus. Shall Lord, I believe. Oh, I believe. Confession. Number three, love for God. It builds your faith. Huh. Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. It said, faith working through love. Faith works through love. Love for God. Have you noticed that when you are in love, you don't know about convenience? Your child is screaming at night. Say, hey, I'm tired. <laughs> Sleeping. It does, haven't you seen mothers jump out of their houses and their, their rooms almost naked because their child is dying? Love does not know convenience. I don't have time. You know, my job is so demanding nowadays. This job that God gave me, he did very well. But I have to be faithful to the job. So, God, this fasting, I can't do it. I, I did last year, and I didn't really get the result I wanted. So, let others do it. Until you show yourself strong and do it, I won't do anything. Faith works by love. Do you love 
God. Do you love God? This message I'm, I'm, God has given us the privilege to be sharing. Listen, its efficacy, its impact on your life has a lot to do with your heart for God. How you love God makes it easier for his word to find space in your heart for you to generate faith. Ask someone, do you love God? I love God. Hallelujah. Convenience. We are starting fast. Oh, I have to be one after. But you are not doing it at home. As for God, you just have the time when you want. And he has to. When you come to church, you have really done God a favor, you know. God, I've done you a favor. Coming to church. We are praising God. I can't dance in front like that. Oh. Ah. I can't dance. But look at the way you have been wiggling your waist in parties. <laughs> Sometimes people want to behave like they are. It's, you're, you're, the problem is not poshness, so. no. it's heartness. Heartness. Yeah. Yeah. And when you see people dancing and jumping, you are laughing at them in your heart. Hmm. At this guy, the way, look at the way he's bouncing around. You are laughing at them in your heart. You should, you should feel, begin to feel sorry and say, God, I love you. I'll praise you when it, uh, more than me. I will have to praise you, God. I praise you. I keep you rolling, doing anything. If you mean that praising God, some of us, we, you are so busy, but actually, other things are taking priorities in your life. That's why you don't have time for God the way you should. It's not because you actually don't have time. But other things are taking priorities in your life. Because they are more important to you than God. But then when you are in crisis, God, if you don't come, you see what I'll do to you. Hey, God. Hey, God. Then they say, God has let me down. God will help you. I said, God will help you. We are living in the days of miracles. We are living in the days of miracles. Watch this. Do you know what? In in the book of Daniel chapter 3 verse 17, the boys told the king that, listen, king, May it be known to you that we are not bowing. And if you put us in the fire, our God is able to deliver us from the fire. That's trust. And then they say, even if he doesn't do it, we love him too much to to betray him. We love him too much to turn our backs on him. So let us, we want you to know, we we love God to death. Let hell break loose on you. You still don't change your position. You love God. Some people, any little thing, I can't come to church. 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 Somebody can come and share testimony. How God has delivered them. God has blessed them. Hey, God is doing it. And so, something little happens, they are not happy about it. Hey, where are you? I can't come to church. Nobody should come I can't come to church. Nobody should come to I can't come to church. Someone say mercy. So your love for God. They said, let, 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 let it be known to you. Daniel chapter 3 verse 18. He said, even if God doesn't deliver us, listen, we are not bowing. We, we, are, we, we are resolute on this matter. We are not bowing. We are not bowing. That is, that is violent faith. And listen, sir, because of their violent faith, God didn't have a choice. He had to, listen, God stepped into the fire. Read your Bible. Bible said, the king said, hey, Hey, we put three men inside. I see a fourth man. There's a fourth man there. There's a fourth man. Oh, God himself showed up in the fire. 
on the screen. He said, we did it. The king called his men. Didn't he put three, three men inside? Look, sir, I see a fourth person. He's like the son of man. <laughs> That's Jesus himself. Jesus, Jesus showed up in the fire before Mary gave birth to him. Look, he answered, I see four men loose. We put three men bound. I see four men loose. I see, look, I see four men loose. Walking in the, men walking in fire. Someone shout violent faith. I see four men loose walking, walking in the midst of the fire. And they are, they are not hurt. And the fourth, the form of the fourth is like the son of God. When your faith is violent, God will show up on the spot. Because violent faith will always secure divine results. Violent faith will always secure divine results. Shall I believe? Violent faith. Get violent in your believing in God. And throw junk away. Throw junk away. You don't have time for junk. Throw it away. You don't have time. Yeah. Listen, you are too old. You're wasting your time on some things. God must show up. God must show up. God must show up. Because Satan is coming. But God must show up. How can you be now complaining in the fire? You are in the fire. Praise God. For God, God I like it to violent faith. God said, He said, God came in the fire. And he brought the three men out. Where's the fourth man? They didn't see him. But in the fire, he came with them. He said, boy, this guy, they don't know what violence he can. <laughs> Read your Bible. Bible says that by faith, Hebrews chapter 11, by faith from verse 30, 30, 30 to down, they quenched the violence of fire. It was faith. Who shall, for time one, they said, quench the violence of fire. It's by faith. They quenched the, the fury of fire was quenched by human beings, not by technology, but by faith. Faith is a spiritual technology that works anywhere, anytime. Hallelujah. It's a technology. Sharp faith. How do you generate violent faith? The word. Two, confess. Three, love for God. I love God so much. There's no situation he just got into and he was stuck because his heart was bent and filled with the love for God. Number four, how do you generate violent faith? Huh. Somebody's getting a miracle here. Huh. I like this one. I almost, I almost left. Okay, let me just work this thing quickly. Number four, how do you generate violent faith? The testimonies of others. The testimonies of others. Did you hear? She said, when I heard the sister's testimony, I said, no. This time I can also have this testimony. Haven't you heard a number of people who have said that they, heard, they are going through something, but when they heard somebody's testimony, it provoked them to believe God? Testimonies. That's why we share testimonies in the church. It's not just to show somebody what someone else has got. So, if you have received a promotion in your job because you prayed or you received a declaration, don't sit on it. I don't want them to know that I, I now have got. No, it's not about you. 
It's about the person who is waiting to hear your testimony to provoke their faith. So if God does it for you, he does it for you too, so that others can learn. When David met Goliath, Saul said, you can't fight him. He said, no, I can fight him. He said, what's happening? He said, I was taking care of my father's sheep. A lion came, I killed it. A bear came, I killed it. And then he said, the Lord, 1 Samuel chapter 17, said, the Lord that delivered me from the lion and the bear. I think verse 37. First Samuel, look at it. Testim- Someone say testimonies. Verse 36. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 36. He said, your servant has killed both lion, both lion and bear. And this Goliath will be like one of them. Did you see that? The testimony, what God has already done, when you focus on it, it will provoke your, your faith. Yes. Time will not permit me. There are many people who came to Jesus. They brought sick people to Jesus so that they, the sick people would touch the hem of Jesus' garment. How did they know? Because one woman did it. Right. And the Bible says, as many as were touched were healed. How did they know? One woman did it and her testimony became a, a springboard. When the angel appeared to Mary in Luke chapter 1, mm. and he said, you are going to be pregnant. Mary said, I can't, I, I don't know a man. Then the angel said, don't worry, with God all things are possible. Look at verse says, Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son. How? Where? In her old age. This old woman, pregnant. And you, you are, no, she's now in her sixth month. So it's not two days thing I'm telling you. Things are happening. Just that you don't know. They haven't told you, but miracles are happening in other people's life. So if your turn comes and you sit down quietly, when Mary heard that, the angel said she's pregnant. And then for God, nothing is impossible. When Mary heard that, you can't marry He said, hey, I'm the handmaid of God. Let it be unto me according to his word. How can a young woman determine to be pregnant without a man? Um, let me, I'm, okay, I'm ready to be pregnant. It sounds stupid, but she heard someone's testimony. Ah, if this woman has conceived, then I have better chances. Testimonies. Testimonies of others. When you hear other people's testimony, it's just telling you the better one God is about to do. Because God always does it better. So your own testimony is going to be wilder and better. Shout yes. And then number, quickly, number one is what? Number two, confession. Number three, number four. This is why I brought this message here, but let me do this in five minutes. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost provokes violent faith. He will teach you things that no one can teach you. Suddenly, it's like you are intoxicated. The Holy Spirit will teach you stuff. This morning I was teaching on the Spirit. I mentioned about the, I mentioned the Holy Spirit, who is the teacher of truth. Remember, those were in the first service. The teacher of truth. The teacher of truth. Magister Veritatus. That's the teacher of truth. That's Latin about the Holy Spirit. The reformers, theologians, they call him Magister Veritatus, the teacher of truth. It is he. First Corinthians chapter two, verse thirteen. Verse 12, he said, he said, now we have received not the spirit of the world, the spirit which is from, uh, who is from God, that we might know the things which have been freely given to us. See, we have received, so we might know. Go to the next verse. Watch this. These things we speak, okay, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit, Majesty of the Holy Spirit teaches 
comparing spiritual things, suddenly the Holy Spirit begins to network scriptures. He tells you, I remember this scripture, this scripture, comparing spiritual things. Have you remembered the way this sister prayed? It was the prayer. Have you remembered the way this sister prays? It was the praising. Have you remembered? So comparing spiritual things to spiritual. Is that himself begin to... Now, let me tell you something. When you have encounters with the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit shows you something, it is hard not to believe. Because the thing has entered your spirit. Seeing is believing. When you see, blessed are those who have not seen but believe. But listen, what is this? What is this? Is this a cake? Why are you saying it's a pen? Because he's been using it to write. No, I've seen it. You can't say pastor is not holding a pen. Because I've seen him. That's it. See, some of the things you have seen by the Holy Spirit through the scriptures, it's difficult for someone to convince you out of it. And then, quickly, let me finish on the Holy Spirit. There are things that the Holy Spirit, I couldn't go too deep because of my time. But when you walk with the Holy Spirit, there are some characteristics. How the Holy Spirit brings violent faith is you walk with him so much that you become practically intoxicated. So what others are not seeing, you are seeing. Ephesians, put it on the screen. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. It says that, do not be drunk with wine in which there's dissipation, in which there's excess. But be filled with the... Now watch this. So he's telling you that what wine can do, the spirit does. Can you be drunk with wine? Can you get drunk when you drink wine? Yes. That wine there is not just the uh, word grape juice, okay? Yeah. <laughs> he's talking about the, the, the real one. <laughs> the one that after you drink... Listen, you can... Some of you... You can drink a whole two pints of milk. What will happen to you? At best, you may just run. You can, you can drink uh, uh, orange juice, like two liters of orange juice or Coke. You will be okay. But one glass of spirit. <laughs> Get drunk in the Holy Ghost. Get drunk in the Holy Ghost. Be intoxicated. The whole the thing is that when you are intoxicated with the Holy Spirit, you see what others don't see. You can dare. That's why drink driving is, is a crime. Because when you are drunk and you are driving, you think you are flying a plane or a jet. <laughs> Suddenly, you believe you can move faster than everyone. <laughs> you, you, you see a tree and you say, no, I can go through this tree. Tree suddenly it has turned into two, and it's like a, a, a gate, pull, run through it. Because the guy's intoxicated. Listen, you it says, Don't be intoxicated with one, let the Holy Ghost do that job. Yes. And when you are intoxicated with the Holy Spirit, you are sitting in front of the interviewer, you answered your question carefully, you have broke some tongues, you came drunk. But you don't scare them, so you smile. When they turn by, they say, we are coming. They come. They said, you know, you seem to be a very good candidate. They said, no, I am. I am. They said, um, we have to interview four people. They said, I don't think it's necessary. 
Say, look at you. Why are you? I don't think it's necessary. I'm the right one. The doctor is telling you, this is your sickness. Say, I don't have any sickness. Okay, why did you come here? I just came to, for you to sort a few things out. I don't, there's, I don't, the sickness is not mine. That's why I came to get it out, because it's not mine. I don't have it. Sickness came, but it's not mine. My headache, my, no, my nose run, my this, my, is that yours? It's not mine. It's, it's been trying to attack me, but it's not mine. The doctor said, oh, this thing, it looks like uh, it cannot be cured uh, for people. Okay. Me, I'm different. Tell them I'm getting cured. I'll come back and you see. Talk back to them. And you look very weird. Yeah, he's a drunk man now. Holy Ghost, I'm drunk. The Holy Ghost. So when we come to church, we are praising God. <laughs> but uh, this guy is wearing two. Your suit. Your shoes are Louis Vuitton. <laughs> so you must be somebody. Cool. The way you are dancing, yes. When it comes to God, get intoxicated by the whole. Listen, on the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter two, verse thirteen, Bible says that. Bible says that people. People said uh, others were mocking and said these people are full of new wine. They are drunk. It was the Holy Ghost effect. They thought they were drunk. Hannah went to pray and she she moved herself. People thought she was drunk. Right. It was the Holy Ghost effect they saw in Acts chapter 2, verse 13. They said they are drunk. They are not drunk. Peter got up and said, These guys are not drunk as you suppose. But this is that which the prophet spoke about. When you let the Holy Ghost come in you, listen, with God, nothing shall be impossible. The Holy, so, so when everybody is saying that it doesn't work, you say, Give it to me. I'll, I'll work it out. When everybody is saying, No one gets a job like this with this kind of certificate, he said, Don't worry. I'll get a job which people above my certificates, who certificate I beg, I can't get. You are not just saying empty words, but you have had some encounters. The Holy Ghost has already shown you. You have already shown you. You have seen yourself in your wedding dress. You have seen yourself saying, I do. The man telling you, I do. You have seen your, yourself in the, at the altar, and you heard the priest saying that, or the pastor saying, you may kiss your bride, and you saw yourself with your red lipstick, which is now on the lips of the gentleman. You have, listen, you have seen it already. You have seen it already. So there's nothing they can do about it. They will tell you no one gets married in our family. Marriages don't work. But you have seen it already. You can't help it. I have seen it already. I've seen my children already. I've seen my marriage already. I've seen my house already. You can't talk me out of this. Shout yes! Shout yes! When the Holy Ghost shows you, you in your own private jet, you have seen it already. You may not even have a visa, but you have seen it already. You may not have a job, but you know you are going to own a privilege. You know it's coming. You know it's coming. You may not have a job, but you know you are going to employ thousands. You are going to employ thousands. Because you saw it. You saw yourself. Authorizing people's paychecks. Thousands of them. Two thousand of them. So your joblessness can talk you out. The devil is a liar. They told you you are about to be divorced. But you saw yourself 
celebrating your 50th wedding anniversary. Yeah! Shout it! When, when the Magister Veritatus, when the Magister Veritatus shows you your future, you, you, get, you get drunk in this hotel. You get drunk in this hotel. And you can't help it. The reason why people don't get intoxicated is because they don't stay long. Continuity. They do one thing, they stop. First of all, word and prayer, it gets the Holy Ghost more into your life. So the more you pray, fasting, don't miss any of the days. So. Because come and help. This, this season, this fasting thing is revival. Means the Holy Ghost more of you. All right? Don't miss any of it. The more you pray and you read your Bible, you get more soaked in the Holy Ghost. All right? So this is how you get soaked in the Holy Ghost. Get into, read your Bible and pray. And don't miss fellowship. Don't miss fellowship. Don't miss fellowship. And then number two, remain consistent. Keep doing it. Listen, you can't remain drunk, as I said earlier on, on last week's wine. You drank last week, but this morning is gone. No. Last week, seven days ago. No, even three days ago, wine can't keep you drunk today. So that means you have to keep drinking. Keep drinking. Keep drinking. Keep drinking. So consistency. Those of us who start one thing and then we stop. We are starting the first midway, then you stop. You come to church once every, every week. Meanwhile, you have the opportunity to come. But you have to go and rest at home. See, it's inconsistency. You can't get It will affect the violence of your faith. How do you get intoxicated? Consistent. Keep drinking. So, I mean, those people who stay longer in the bar, you notice them. In fact, the... the, the uh, waitresses and well, I don't know where well, those they know them they know them very well because every day they will come every day they will come after work you will see them coming from the pub the other time they come from when they are going they are like this when they come out there and you are surprised you saw them 8pm last two days and they were not like this because they haven't been there for them to keep like this they have to keep going because last the previous one wears out you have to stay up. Be drunk in the Holy Ghost. Somebody be drunk in the Holy Ghost. Be drunk in the Holy Ghost. Be drunk in... Did you receive something? Did you receive something? Shout violent faith. I see your miracle running after you. I see your breakthrough coming to you. I see your blessing coming to you. I see your blessing coming to you. I see your blessing coming to you. Nothing will stop in the way of your miracle. Nothing will stop in the way of your blessing. As we start the fasting this June, I see promotion. I see miracles. I see blessings. I see liftings. I see new houses, marriages, cars, babies, jobs, ministry, anointings. I see it happening to you. Receive it now. Receive it now. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.